Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 12, Episode 101. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog, and In Constant Motion co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals, from chihuahuas to Clydesdales, act as they do, and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode's on moving cattle. Our topics for this week are... Cattle calling and leading, driving, herding, flight zones, balance points, use of horses, ATVs, or dogs, moving large herds, and moving bulls. Other than transporting cattle, there are three methods of moving cattle, leading, driving, or herding. Moving cattle should be done quietly and without pain. Moving cattle is preferably done in the early morning or evening when it's cool. Cows with calves are best moved in the evening. When the herd is stopped, calves will lay down and the herd will stay with the calves. Cattle will file memories of places, people, weather, odors, and other environmental stimuli and react on second exposure based on memory when a reaction is not overridden by logic or reason. Bad handling experiences are remembered by cattle for at least three years. Leading is the least stressful means of moving cattle. Cattle can be trained to come or follow in anticipation of being fed. If a call or noise is used prior to and during feeding, cattle will learn to respond to the call. Sweet feed, which is grain with molasses, can be used to train cattle to be led. When training cattle to come to be fed in a pasture, they should be trained to associate food with a sound, not the sight of a truck, to prevent crowding prior to the distribution of the food. Having a quiet leader, steer, or cow can be extremely helpful in moving cattle. In the great Texas cattle drives of the 1800s, nervous leader cattle were killed. Old Blue was a famous longhorn steer that wore a leather collar with a bell and calmly led more than 10,000 head of cattle over eight years to burial heads. Cattle will follow much easier than they can be herded. Teaching new cattle where to go can be done with leaving small piles of grain in a trail to the destination planned for them. If a cow gets too close, the handler should reaffirm his dominant social status by spreading his arms and waving a stick in the air. If that does not result in moving the cow away, he should tap her on the nose with the herding stick. When walking among cattle for them to adjust to a handler's presence, the handler can feed them treats from a feeding bucket, such as carrots, apples, or sweet feed, 
molasses with grain. This will teach them to follow if he carries the same bucket. Cows that do not follow can be sorted and kept alone in a pen until the others are moved. The pen cow will seek out the others after she's released. A barrier or platform such as a truck bed should be used when training cattle with food. They respond better when hungry, but could become dangerous if the handler is on foot. Cows with nursing calves should not be called. The anticipation of food rewards may train the cow to leave her calf. Over time, cattle can be taught to follow a quiet, leading handler. Frequent presence among the herd and appropriate use of rewards such as access to different food and fresh water is required. The leader should be consistent. If training cattle to lead or leading trained cattle, a handler cannot switch to herding the herd and back to leading. If a herd must be herded, other handlers should do it. Once a herd is taught to lead, some members should be retained as tutors for new herd members if the remainder of the herd is sold. Driving and herding are often used as synonyms, but they're not. Driving cattle is less organized and involves the use of some degree of fear. Moving cattle by cracking whips, yelling, and waving objects is driving cattle. Driving cattle uses the method that group hunting predators use to move animals for a kill. It's the oldest and the most animal stressful means of moving them. At its core, driving involves positioning the cattle between a site to move them and the handlers. The handlers then invade the flight zone, frightening cattle to move in the direction desired. Driving cattle effectively toward a desired destination requires multiple handlers. Driven cattle often move at a pace faster than a walk. Herding cattle mimics the means that a dominant herd member would use to move other herd members. It's a less animal stressful method than driving. But experienced handlers are needed to accomplish the herding. A group, which the British call a mob, of cattle can usually be herded or drafted just by a handler's presence within their personal comfort zone. Teaching cattle to follow is preferable, but many circumstances require herding. Herding cattle is accomplished by a rhythmic push on the periphery of the cattle's flight zone followed by a slight retreat, a slight push, a slight retreat, and so on. The pace of herding is at a walk. Cattle should never be chased. If they are, and they're successful in escaping to another side of the pasture or somewhere else where they can find rest, they'll always attempt to run and escape if their flight zone is approached. There are three psychological zones around prey animals. Recognition, flight, and fight. Recognition is the largest. The flight zone is the most important for herding. If the flight zone is aggressively invaded, the fight zone will be reached. Factors that affect the flight zone are the time of day and the season of the year, the weather, previous experiences, presence or absence of herd mates and their proximity, the terrain, 
the presence of obstacles between the animal and the herder, genetic tendency to be nervous or calm, the herder's size, angle of approach, speed of approach, and demeanor, as well as the number of herders and dogs. A typical flight zone for domestic cattle is an oval with a diameter of about 5 to 300 feet. Most dairy cattle will have a flight zone of 5 to 10 feet. Beef cattle that are around handlers on a regular basis have flight zones of about 15 to 25 feet. Beef cattle raised in the southern United States have a larger flight zone than the same breed raised in northern states because of regular close exposure to humans that occur in winter feedings in northern states. Flight zones are dynamic, changing depending on current conditions and past experiences. The easiest method for a handler to reduce a flight zone is to wait, be quiet, and let the animal settle and adjust to his appearance and behavior. Squatting or turning sideways reduces the handler's silhouette and pressure on the animal's flight zone. Cattle, like all herd animals, have a side balance point at their shoulder for other animals or handlers to signal movement forward or backward. If the handler is located to the side and forward of the cow's shoulder, she'll back up or turn. If the handler is behind and to the side of the cow's shoulder, she'll move forward. The middle of the nose and the middle of the tail are front and back balance points, respectively. When a handler is in front or behind a cow, and moves to the left, the cow will move to the right. When the handler is in front or behind a cow and moves to the right, the cow will move to the left. Methods for a handler to cause movement are to stare directly at the animals, facing the animals, and increasing the profile, raising your arms or spreading your legs, and directly approaching the animals. Stopping is achieved by removing the pressures to move, such as lowering the handler's arms to his side and standing at a 90-degree angle to the cattle. It's best to herd in the morning after the cattle eat. Hunger decreases tolerance to stress. When starting the cattle to move from a rest, the handlers must concentrate on getting the leaders moving in any direction, and after they begin to move, direct their movement. If cattle are in an alleyway and cannot back up, a handler walking in the opposite direction to the cattle and close to them will encourage the cattle to move forward as the handler passes their side balance points. This can be repeated by the handler making a wide circle away from the cattle and again passing closely to them going in the direction opposite of the cattle's direction. Cattle cannot determine if a handler has invaded their flight zone if a handler is directly behind them. Herding must be performed at an angle, ideally 45 to 60 degrees behind their shoulder. It allows the handler to see the eye of the cow to be moved to ensure that they can see the handler. The handler should zigzag while behind the herd to get out of the blind spot and be seen alternately with both eyes of the cattle. Factors that adversely affect the direction of movement are desire to avoid icy, muddy, or rocky surfaces, 
Cattle will avoid new objects unless they have time to settle and develop curiosity. The location of others of their own species, and especially their own herd, has advantageous drawing power. Handlers should be mindful of herd subgroups, that is, leaders, dominants, and submissives. Although one handler can herd a large group of cattle, two handlers are more effective. The forward handler pushes on the herd leader's flight zone. The rear handler pushes on the flight zone of struggling submissives. Handlers should move in straight lines with confidence and change direction with angles, not curves. Circling movements mimic predator behavior and should be avoided. Flight zone pressure on a dominant herd member will result in it moving toward the center of the herd. Handlers who herd cattle must apply pressure from the side behind the balance point of dominance, not from behind the group. Pressure on a low-ranking herd member may cause it to circle the herd and, if sufficiently frightened, take off on its own. Submissives, including young calves, follow in the back of the herd. Trying to move a herd from behind will push the submissives into the dominance, an action that's socially intolerable it leads to the submissives being driven away by the dominance. Reducing stress on herded cattle includes being moved by a familiar handler, looking away from the animals, pauses in pressing on the flight zone, occasionally taking a well-timed step backward, reducing the handler's profile while presenting a side profile, slouching, kneeling, or turning away. Fight or flight is decreased by dim light and rhythmic sounds and music, such as a low, monotonous tone of singing, humming, or whistling. Fight or flight can also be reduced by leaving the agitated cattle alone for 20 to 30 minutes. Although cattle are less frightened by a handler on horseback than a handler on foot, they will more readily move if a horse and rider invade their flight zone. Horses increases the size of the herder. Cattle should not be moved with all-terrain vehicles. The noise stimulates driving cattle, not herding. ATVs cannot change directions abruptly and sharply enough to be very effective. In addition, ATVs require too much of the rider's attention on traversing the terrain, distracting from appropriate attention to herding cattle. Well-trained herding dogs can be helpful in finding and moving stray cattle on an open range or in large pastures out of brush. But once the cattle enter a collecting pen, few dogs are useful. Herding dogs should generally not be used to move cattle in pens. When moving cattle long distances, cattle naturally string out in single file. They're easier to move in a long line than if they're forced to bunch up. This is different than the herding tactics poorly trained dogs attempt to use on moving cattle. Their presence around collecting pens can be distracting and disturbing to cattle, causing danger to handlers by stirring the cattle in close quarters. Dogs should never be used to herd cows with nursing calves. The only result that occurs is putting the mother cow in a fighting mode. 
Large herds should be herded with eight handlers, four pairs of handlers. These are, from front to back, the point, swing, flank, and drag pairs. Prior training of cattle is very helpful. Older cows that herd commonly should be kept as role models for younger ones. To control the rate of movement, handlers go up the sides of moving cattle to slow the herd. To speed the herd up, handlers move down the sides of the herd. Moving adult bulls require extra precautions. Trained dogs can be helpful in moving bulls by being a distraction to the bull if the bull gets aggressive toward the handler. Riding a tractor to move bulls is safer for moving bulls than being on foot or horseback. Handlers should work in pairs when handling bulls or beef cows with nursing calves. And neither handler should take his eyes off the cattle until they're contained separately from the handler. Now, let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Cattle should be trained to be herded. Cattle herds move easier if allowed time to pair up mothers and calves first. Herding cattle is much more efficient than driving cattle. Use of mounted riders is more effective in herding cattle than using ATVs. Handlers should not attempt to move a bull alone. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about collecting and sorting cattle. Hey Abby, did you learn anything about moving cattle today? No, I don't want to buy your ATV.